0: This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, April 20th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26.
1: The emissions that we emit in the U.S., which is where I'm sitting today, you know, they don't stay in the U.S. They go up into the atmosphere and they affect everybody. But they actually don't even affect everybody evenly, right? They affect some Some countries and places are more vulnerable to climate change than others. Africa, for example, is a continent which is responsible for the least emissions but is actually the most vulnerable to some of the consequences like drought. And so bringing parties together at COP26 is an opportunity to... To try and give everybody a voice in saying how to move forward on solving this problem, both through mitigating the impact, but also adapting to the reality. It's challenging because you're getting so many global perspectives, but it's also, you know, really important because of the nature of this issue. So. I think COP is an important forum from an international perspective, but it's also, you know, at its core, there's only so far of what can be achieved through international diplomacy. So I think maybe there's COP26, there is the official negotiations about what all these countries can agree upon and what policy framework should be set in place. But beyond that, COP26 brings together, you know, all sorts of activist companies, investors who really discuss what what can happen... Um, outside of policy as well. So it's become a really important incubator almost for bottom up action as much as it has from top down action from policymakers. And that's what makes it quite unique and quite important. So I understand that there's skepticism on what can be achieved at a, at an international cooperation level. I think that's well deserved, but Still, we need that aspect to it, but it also goes much beyond the formal discussions that are happening in what's called at COP26, the blue zone, which is where all the international diplomats are meeting. There are other zones where, in fact, all over the city in this case, there were groups coming together, sometimes led by civil society, sometimes led by the private sector to discuss how they can cooperate and work together on climate
0: as well. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. As the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve prepares for record-high withdrawals to address chaotic oil markets, the SPR storage terminals are due for upgrades. They will join many private sector terminals in major maintenance this quarter at a time when demand for oil and gas products is hitting unforeseen highs. Industrial Info is tracking more than 250 maintenance-related projects at oil and gas terminal facilities across the U.S., that are set to kick off through June, more than 80% of which are for storage of refined products. Though Libyan crude oil exports are shut in by political violence, oil prices were deep in red territory on Tuesday, showcasing how market anomalies can turn into market norms. Libya's National Oil Corporation said Monday there could be a series of closures at its ports due in part to the ongoing political standoffs that have rocked the OPEC members since Muammar Gaddafi was removed from power in 2011. The pharmaceutical and biotech industry continues to do gangbuster business and with it continues spending lots of money on new projects. And Iraq's refiners intend to invest $3.37 billion for 1.1 million barrels per day of crude oil processing capacity additions by the end of 2028. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com.